Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, Nandi. Rhymes of Gandhi, life coach. So excited to have you here. Y'all, we just passed 50 episodes, which is really exciting. Somewhere along the lines, I had miscounted. <laughs> so if you, it depends on where you listen to this. On Spotify, it doesn't show the numbers. I think on Apple Podcasts, it does. Um, so I'm trying, hopefully it's all caught up now. We should be just past the 50th episode though, and we're just over 2,500 downloads. So I want to thank everybody that has been a part of this podcast, that listens in, that tunes in, that appreciates it, that shares it with people that they care about. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey with me. I started this years ago. If you don't know my story, I actually, my background's in education and became a preschool teacher when I first came out here. Actually, I was a gym teacher before I was a preschool teacher. But while I was doing that, I decided I was going to have a wellness blog. I had worked for four years on the Ropes Challenge course in Boca Raton, Florida. And yes, I say it like that on purpose. I went to Florida Atlantic University and I worked for four years on the Ropes Challenge course. And that's where I really got my foundation of coaching, learning and taking groups, halfway houses, um, executives from ESPM, Jamba Juice, lots of different demographics and groups, but taking them through leadership challenges and communication challenges and accountability challenges and just being able to feel safe in your own body challenges, right? I think that's part of the battle of confidence which is what we're talking about today, is just feeling comfortable in your own skin, right? I think that sometimes our brain goes to this big boisterous place of like peacocking. That's what confidence is. But when we can simplify it, what it really comes down to is feeling comfortable in our bodies. And so that's where I found this love for it, moved out to Colorado, started a wellness blog, blogged for a while on wellness because I just had such this craving and love for personal development. As a life coach, I think that we all do. Anybody that's in this industry, we love personal development. We love to learn about ourselves. We love to help other people learn about themselves. It's just very exciting. And so I wanted to continue that. Started the blog. A couple of years after that, I then started my life coaching business. I wanted to take it a step further. I wanted to not only just write about it, but talk to women and individuals one-on-one. I started hosting events and then I started doing videos and one thing led to another. And so then I started the podcast. As a result, I was doing weekly videos on Instagram and I decided to take it into a podcast so I could hopefully reach more people. And here we are, over 50 or 50 episodes in and over 2,000 downloads. So I want to thank you guys again for being a part of this journey with me. I, I mean, I do it Yes, because it's something that I love, but it has no purpose if it's not touching anybody. If it's not valuable for you, then it's not going anywhere. So I want to thank you. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, I would love if you would leave a five-star rating, a review. Let people know. What do you love about this podcast? Share it with someone. There are so many podcasts that I share with people all the time. I love podcasts. I'm always listening to podcasts. So I love to share them. So if this is one that you love, please share it with somebody that you love. So today on the podcast, all this month, we've been talking about repotting ourselves. And when we're talking about repotting ourselves, we started off with the metaphor 
literally of a plant that gets repotted, right? And when a pot, a plant goes from one pot to another because it's growing, because it's outgrown the pot that it's in. And the way that this can show up in our lives is sometimes we were so adamant about wanting one thing or something, and maybe we've loved it and we've been in the season for a while, and all of a sudden the season is shifting and we're wanting to maybe change our environment, change our relationships, change our mindset, but something in us is itchy and we're wanting some change. And while we're wanting that change, we can also feel uncomfortable. Right? And those two things can come in tandem and that can that can cause some scariness in the body, right? I'm, I'm feeling resistant to where I am right now, but I don't know where I'm going. And so that's what we've been talking about all this month and how we support ourselves through those transitions, how we support ourselves when we're feeling overwhelmed or feeling frustrated with our transition, knowing that we're onto something new, knowing that we're changing and we're growing it. Maybe we don't have all the pieces together yet. Maybe we don't know exactly what it's going to look like yet. And so that can feel really scary. For me, this has been the result of my fiance and I bought our house less than a year ago. So we're still in the first year of having our home. We've had to deal with pests. We've never been homeowners before. I mean, we had a condo before that, but it's different when you like basically own a whole building, right? There's all these other things that we're learning about. So that's been a learning curve. I was recently hired as a national coach for WW, formerly Weight Watchers, which is so exciting because it has been my dream to be a full-time wellness coach. Wellness coach is being like life coach. I work for WW, helping people live their best lives. Like, oh, I'm a full-time life and wellness coach now. That was my dream. I left my job in education, which I was so excited about, right? I got my degree in education. I said I wanted to be a director making 40,000. That's exactly what I did. I checked that box for myself. And it, it was so much more than box checking, y'all. I'm really grateful that I was one of the people that was able to get a degree in something that I wanted to get a degree in and then go and do what I wanted to do with it because we don't always get the opportunity. So I was very blessed by that. But then it was my goal to be a full-time life coach. And while, yes, it was my goal, I am uncomfortable right now. I am uncomfortable. I'm working from home full-time, which is something completely new to me. I am having to come up with my own schedules and my own strategy and my own boss. Even though I'm working for WW, I'm doing workshops, I'm still basically my own boss, right? There's still things, I run my day, which is beautiful, but there's also been this learning curve with it. And so that's what we're talking about in this month that sometimes it may be 100% in alignment what you're doing, whether it's ending a relationship leaving your job, starting a business, whatever it is, it could be 100% in alignment with you and who you're becoming in your goals. And you can be uncomfortable at the same time. So today we're talking about how to stay confident. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that this is something that I've been talking about for at least a year. I was really fortunate that I got to work with the um, international brand, a cosmetics brand, Queendom, and they did a partnership with several coaches and psychologists and influencers on different topics to not only sell, you know, I wasn't selling anything. They sell makeup and I was there to empower women, right? Because sometimes when we're putting on makeup, it's to cover up things. So they really didn't want their brand to be about that. They wanted to empower women and they want to empower women. I love Queendom. I still use all that makeup to this day. But that's when I came up with a formula for confidence for myself, and that is trust plus consistency equals confidence, right? When we're repotting ourselves, when we're going into somewhere new, when we're trying on something new for the first time and we're uncomfortable, right? We're looking for ways to feel certain. We're looking for ways to feel confident. And sometimes that word confidence can feel really big and cumbersome. And like I'm saying, like, oh, that means you're peacocking around. That's like ego, right? Being confident, but no. It's trusting yourself, right? And how do we learn to trust ourselves? 
trust plus consistency, right? That consistency piece, showing up for ourselves regularly is what builds that that trust, right? When you go to set a goal, right? You're like, I'm gonna save X amount of my bank account. If you've never saved a dime before, there might be some resistance to it and that's natural and logical, right? If your brain's like, <laughs> you're gonna do what? You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna save how much? That's cute, right? Okay, right? Does your brain do that when you set a goal? Just check in, just check in. If you've never done it before, then yes, there's gonna be a little bit of resistance. You don't necessarily trust yourself to do that because you've never done it before and that's okay, right? The way that we show up for ourselves, the way that we build that trust is by consistently showing up for ourselves. So if you have that goal to save X amount, all right, so create the plan. How do I work backwards from that? How much is that per paycheck if it's saving? How much is that in extra fundraising in my business or my side hustle, right? working backwards what needs to happen in order for me to do it and then stepping into that regularly and consistently and I don't want you to hear consistently and think every single day or every five minutes right you get to decide on that consistency but ultimately it's about building that trust with yourself right in the way that we think about somebody that wants to build a meditation habit I love my meditation it grounds me. I love doing breath work with my clients during calls. It's so lovely. It's how we open up the lifestyle design mastermind. We start with just breathing and getting into our bodies. Just a little shameless plug there. Go into the show notes if you're curious about that. But I love that mindfulness and just like just breathing for a moment. I forgot what I was even going to why I even brought that up. <laughs> It's not a part of my script today, but I literally just took a breath and my brain was like, huh, whatever it was, it's not important anymore. That's okay. So when we're talking about trust and consistency and building that confidence with ourselves, one of the things that's been coming up, I'm back on my script, y'all. One of the things that's been coming up for a lot of people are, is this book Atomic Habits? I've never read it before, but it keeps coming up. So clearly I'm going to need to go and read it. But what I'm hearing from clients and from people that I'm talking to, it's that having these just small, succinct little things that we can do, that we can commit to, that we can consistently, whether it's your AM routine, your PM routine, whatever it is, helps to really ground us. And again, that consistency builds trust. So you naturally become more confident in whatever it is that you're doing. Right. So for me, that looks like my AM routine. Again, we're, we're talking about all this in the context of you're going through a transition right now and you're feeling shaky, right? You're feeling maybe overwhelmed. You're feeling uncomfortable. You're not feeling confident in this transition right now. So having something like a small habit, something that you can consistently do is going to help to ground you, help to give you that consistency. For me, that's my AM routine. Um, and when I say that, I think sometimes my brain, when I first started learning about AM routines, was like, oh, it's very stringent. You do five minutes of this, five minutes of this, five minutes of this, and you do it just like that every single morning. And for some people, that works that way. Absolutely. For me, no. My AM routine consists of journal and coffee time, and that's changeable. Sometimes I'll do tea in the morning, right? I get ready for the day. That's part of my morning routine. And I I have intention behind that. Getting ready for the day, when I say that that's a part of my morning routine, that's me washing my face, brushing my teeth, doing my hair, 
putting on clothes for the day because as I'm noticing now that I'm working from home, it is so tempting because really I'm on Zoom calls all day to literally wear sweatpants on bottom. I could. I could wear sweatpants on bottom and have a blazer and cute stuff on top. And there was a period of time where I was doing that and I have to say I was very comfortable, you guys, but it got me out of my mindset. When I have sweatpants on, I'm hanging out with my fiance and my dog and it's Saturday and we're watching cartoons or I'm like putzing around the house. But when I was wearing them during my calls, for me, it even like not downgraded the calls. I'm never going to show up any less, but my mind just wasn't as sharp as I wanted it to be. So when I say that getting ready for the day is a part of my AM routine, I'm being cognizant and intentional about the clothes that I'm putting on my body, how I'm dressing myself. It's nothing crazy, but it's me showing up like we've talked about before, showing up as if the goal's already done, right? What is the goal that you have? How would you be showing up if it were already done? My best self as a life coach, she dresses up every single day. She's ready to go on live, right? I'm ready to get on a coaching call with my clients. I'm ready to host a workshop to over 100 people for WW, right? I am ready. And if I wanna get up and grab something around my office, I don't feel weird because I have sweatpants on bottom, right? I have been wearing jeans, but I feel good about that. That's my little business casual. Today I have a, a cute cami on, I have a blazer on, a black blazer, and some jeans. And I love that. Gives me that business casual vibe, but that's my best self. And so that is a part of my morning routine. And then meditating or praying or setting my intentions, right? Those are my pillars. Journal with coffee, get ready for the day, meditate, pray, set intentions, right? And so every morning looks differently, but what it does is it sets me up. And I had a hard time when I first started, right? When I first left my job in education, I was at school at a regular time every single day. And now my workshops are at different times and I see clients at different times. So really like I could wake up some days if I wanted to wake up late, I could. If I want to wake up early, I can. But what I found is it's been really helpful for me is again, being consistent with my time. So it doesn't matter if I have a workshop or a client at 8 a.m. starting or at 10.30 a.m., right? I've been consistently getting up at 6 a.m. and then getting out of bed at 6.30 a.m. That's the kind of routine that's been working for me. My alarm goes off at 6 a.m. I know that I have 30 minutes to snuggle with Tyler to just like start to wake up, know that I'm about to get up. That works for me. And then at 6.30, I get out of bed. And at that time, I go through my morning routine. Again, it doesn't matter if I have three hours to do it or two or one, right? I go through my morning to get me set up for success no matter what. And that helps me to feel confident when I set up my day, right? When I set my intention, I know what it is I'm going to do in my day. When I've dressed for my day, I know the vibe I'm going for in that day. I know who I'm showing up as ahead of time, right? I'm not waiting on the world to tell me who I am. I'm not waiting on feedback. I decided ahead of time. And so for me, my consistent piece is my morning routine. It doesn't have to be that for you. It could be your evening routine. It could be that I listen to a podcast about the subject matter that I'm learning every single day. I have several clients that are becoming coaches or that are life coaches and are starting their businesses, right? So for them, it might be, I'm a coach that wants to focus on mindset. So they're reading 30 minutes a day of a new mindset book every single day. And that allows them to feel confident as a coach, right? Figure out what it is for you that you want to do consistently. When we were in the Lifestyle Design Mastermind, one of the prompts that I gave the women in there was each day I, right? Maybe that's a prompt that works for you. Each day I blank. You decide for yourself. What does your best self do? Each day I blank. 
one of the follow-up questions that came up for that when, when we were coaching, she was like, okay, that's great, but what about when I have you know, a tough day? I'm really nervous about showing up as my best when I have a tough day. I want to honor that confidence gets to come with you no matter what, that you can be sad and still show up as your best self, right? So then ask yourself that on a sad day, on a frustrated day, when this isn't going the way I want to, when I thought I was going to sign this many clients and then I signed this many clients, right? How does my best self still show up, right? Because when you think about it that way, my not best self will say in a tizzy might spiral, might eat some things she doesn't need to eat, might say some things to her fiance she doesn't need to say because she's all upset and she's blaming and she's projecting, right? But my best self when she's having a tizzy or is frustrated, she may know for me, sometimes I have to separate myself. I need five, 10 minutes to go and look at my thoughts, not to download them, not to believe them, but to just go and look at what is going on in my brain. My best self takes a moment to do that, right? My best self then connects again to what am I doing? What are my habits? What are my routines? How am I showing up? And what's making me upset right now? I think that's an important one to just check in right? What's making me upset right now? Because that's going to open up the door to those natural goals that you're going to want to set, right? I'm upset that I haven't made enough sales. I'm upset that I haven't met the man. I'm upset, blah, 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 whatever it is. Don't be afraid. Ask yourself, why are you upset? And answer honestly, because that honest answer is your guide map to those small habits or those mindset shifts that you need to take in order to get to where you want to go. Don't let fear scare you. Let it be a guide. So when you're going on this process, I wanted to give you guys some things that have helped me to stay in my my vibe, in my zone, right? Things like sticky notes. And you may have heard of many of these things, but maybe this is the time you start to implement them. So listen to what speaks to you. Leave the rest. But I love sticky notes. I have sticky notes all over the place in my bathroom, in my office. I'll put them in my planner. Sometimes I'll put them on my water bottle if I just need one for the day, right? Sometimes I've even like carried one around with me if I just like, this is my sticky note today, right? (laughs) Just carry it around with me, right? So sticky notes, reminding yourself whether it's a scripture, it's an affirmation, it's a quote you read in a book, whatever it is that speaks to you, carry it with you. Remind yourself of that. Put that in the search bar of your brain, right? What we focus focus on we strengthen podcast of course right I love come back all the time listen to episodes that you enjoy I re-listen to episodes that I love all of the time it gives me back in my mindset if there's one that you're like oh yes that one spoke to me save it go back and listen to it take notes apply whatever it is that you're hearing notice it What's happening in your brain, right? What are the new thoughts or new stories that are happening in your brain? As you're starting to feel your energy loosen up, what are you starting to believe instead, right? This podcast is called Believe Like a Boss. Go and check out your beliefs, whether you're listening to this podcast, any other podcast, whatever you're listening to. When you notice your energy start to open up and shift, check in. What am I believing now that's different than what I was believing before? Because that is what is creating the shift inside, right? I love also putting uh, dry erase markers. I love a whiteboard. We have one in our, I have one in my office. We have one on our fridge downstairs. I'll put quotes. My values are on the fridge one downstairs. I will write on my, I actually got this one from my mom, my bathroom mirrors. My mom used to write scriptures all 
over the house, all over the mirrors, especially in her in their room. So my parents had uh, before they divorced his in her closets that were just walled mirrors. And so she would write all over them, all these different scriptures just to hold her accountable, hold her in God's grace of where she knew that she was and what she wanted to keep in mind and how she wanted to continue to feel and how she wanted to continue to pour into herself. That's what she surrounded herself with. So always you can do dry erase markers on mirrors or windows or on whiteboards. And then the other one that I want to mention was stones and crystals and jewelry. We don't talk a lot about stones and crystals on this podcast, um, but I do love stones. I'm learning about rose quartz and pyrite and I have um, pre-night and carnelian. I have all sorts of different stones that I'm learning about. And I think that there's several schools of thought when you go in that direction. There's some people that really um, almost, you know, have a mystical effect to the stones and they and they love that. And, you know, to be honest with you, there's a part of me that I when I hold my rose quartz, it's um, what is it? It's it's love, but it's like unconditional love. I, I like to say that I can feel it, right? But like I like to say, take what sticks you and leave the rest. So I love holding my rose quartz and I will feel the energy of that love. But for some people, maybe you don't believe in that and that's not for you and that's okay. Sometimes stones, rocks, and things like that, when you learn about the background of them, can be beautiful reminders. So when I first got my first bracelet, it's pre-night is this beautiful green stone. And that one is actually unconditional love as well. So I have lots of love stones. And when I first got it, I was like, well, I don't know that it's going to necessarily make me feel unconditional love. But at the very least, when I look at it down on my wrist, it's a reminder that I can show up from a place of love, that I can show up unconditionally loving in that way, right? And so do what it is for you. Maybe it's a vision board, right? Make a vision board on Pinterest and make that your screensaver, There's so many beautiful and creative ways for us to stay in our zone, to stay in the vibe, to remind ourselves of who we are, to be consistent with that mindset, whether it's a a physical vision board or a corporate vision board, or you just, you know, you got your friends, your homies where you're like, okay, remind me who I am. What am I good at again? Right? Don't use that as a crutch. You got to remind yourself who you are too, but reach out to those people that love you. Right? If you're really having a tough time, you don't have to do this alone. Reach out to the people that love you and ask them, what do you love about me? What is unique about me? Right? Ask them that. See what comes to mind. Right? When you think of me, what comes to mind? Ask them that. Right? There are so many beautiful ways for us to stay confident even when we're repotting ourselves. Use these tools. Then I also want to offer community. I think that, I not that I think, I know that we are a tribe species. We are a tribe species. We are meant to be together. We are meant to support each other. That's why we care so much what other people think. We want to be a part of the tribe. But I think we get to bring it home when we we know always that we are whole and 100% as we are and we're going to attract our tribe. But having said that, find your tribe. Look for your tribe, right? Maybe you're listening to this podcast and you think this could be your tribe. Come and join us. I have a free Facebook group, Believe Like a Boss. The link is in the show notes or just in the notes of this podcast. Come and join our community. You do not have to do this alone. We are not meant to do this alone, right? Part of how I stay confident is I keep my friends close, right? I reach out to my coach and I get coaching, I have friends that I have in my literal my back pocket in my phone and I will audio text them. This is the thought. This is the feeling. And they will help to guide me back to who I am. And I do the same thing for them, right? So 
remember that community is a part of this too. That when we are repotting ourselves, that you don't have to do it alone. You're not meant to do it alone, right? So find your tribe. And if it's our tribe, come and join us. Like I said, believe like a boss. And we have the upcoming Lifestyle Design Mastermind. We got the next round coming up May 20th. So maybe that's your tribe, right? Find some like-minded people who are not messing around with their lives anymore. The Lifestyle Design Mastermind is six weeks. We get together. I'm going to break down these pillars. We're going to talk about a lot of what we've talked about today. I actually end the Lifestyle Design Mastermind with the pillar of confidence because we talk about a lot of beautiful concepts throughout the entire thing. But if you're not feeling confident to trust yourself to take this into action, then there's no point. So that's how I close out the whole mastermind is we focus on how do we trust ourselves? How do we take this information and make it ours, right? And go out into the world and show up consistently for ourselves in the way that we want to so that we can create the results that we want, right? Taking it out of our brain and into real life. It takes that action. It also takes that consistency. So give yourself so much love. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. Nothing has gone wrong. Nothing has gone wrong at all. I hope that this podcast served you. Remember that as a practice. Go listen to it again. Go listen to this one again. See what speaks to you next time. But remember, confidence is just trust plus consistency. So as you're repotting yourself, no matter what kind of transition you're in right now, remember you can trust yourself. How do you begin to trust yourself? Show up and do something consistently. You will naturally begin to trust yourself because your brain is a logical machine. We'll see that, oh yeah, there, okay, yeah, we have doing, been doing it. There's my evidence. Okay, cool. And then it relaxes. And that relaxedness is confidence, right? I hope this served you guys. I'll see you next week.